When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. All right, shout the fire cock. Are we? It's been crazy, dude. We beat Man U 3-1. Under 18s, that's the 1882. Now, Tony D's about to flex Liverpool. I understand yesterday that we lost to Liverpool, but none of that matters. You know why? Because the weekend, them Gooners scum got battered. See, yeah, but forget all that bollocks. We on the radio, podcast, Wendy's dropping the nuddies. See that battle rap scene? I'm the champ of the shit. You know, anyone you beat me, I'll, anyone you bring me, I'll beat. No cost, and don't let me Shout out Pochino the boss, cause we call him the governor. That's how we do it, bruv. Tito in the building, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It flow like it's fluid, fam. That's how we deal with it. Tottenham on the radio, yeah, this the really shit. Tony D up in the building. And this here's something for like men, women, and children who shout out C-O-Y-S. Come on, you Spurs. You know how I do it. Ruba, I come on with words. That's how I get down. Yeah, I can rep instead for my Tottenham fans. And shout out Oi Bentaleb, plus Ryan Mason, Lamella and the boys, them. Ericsson up front, Harry Kane, he's the boy of them. Yeah, because it's from Tottenham. That's N17. You know that white art lane. Clock. It's the fighting.
It's episode 27, season 4 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. How you doing, Al? Not too bad, mate. How are you? Feel good after the week? Yeah, it's been a good week, hasn't it? It's been a good week. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Even last night's result can't talk into Fuck that. What, what result? Exactly. Yeah. And, and the goon is piping up as well. Like exactly. After we lost, it's like, you beat her. You didn't fucking beat shit. We smashed you to bits, you dirty little pigs. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. T, yeah. how you doing, bro? I lost my voice. and just get my voice back now, so... I'm going to say a little less than usual, but I'm good. And I'd like to welcome Tony D, the greatest battle MC in, uh, in, in, in all of England. Is that fair good to say? It? That's fair to say, yeah. No, that's no. fair to say. Is it <laughs> you true you've only lost one battle? I've lost, yeah, one battle. One battle? That's it, yeah. And uh, is there anyone else that boasts a record like that? Not that I'm aware of, no. Not, not that's had as many as I've had. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and you're part of the uh, Don't Flop uh, scene, is that yes. right? On Battle Rapper yeah, scene? Yeah, I the Don't Flop champion until two weeks ago when oh. I won but then retired the belt because I'm I'm tired of beating who they give me it's too easy <laughs> yeah, I like it <laughs> it's too easy alright I'll tell you what we're going to do um, we usually do like um, an introduction for the person that comes on for the first time but doing. we're going to do it in the second half because no you know what's coming in it you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't we can't spend twenty minutes talking to you about <laughs> rap with, uh, and battle rapping when we got Arsenal to destroy. Indeed. So for, Indeed. if you if you if you if you'd uh, allow us, we'll, we'll do this in the second half. Um, but just quickly, yeah, uh, you, just give us a little bit of a background about yourself. Um, why, why people? Why you're here? Essentially. Why I'm here? Why I'm here is because I've been a Spurs fan since about '82, '83. <laughs> Shout out to my Uncle Steve. My Uncle Steve put me onto Spurs very early. Um, and that's me. I've just been a Spurs fan since then. I had a me sticker book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, wicked. Uh, all right, yeah, so we're going we're gonna, to you know, catch up in the second half. Um, quick thank you to everyone um, who came along to the 1882 at White Hart Lane against Man United. Yeah. Uh, under 21s, was it? Uh, under 18s? It's under 18s, yeah. Smashed them to bits. Yeah, it was a good win. We won 3-1, but um, it was Ramo, but it wasn't Ramo of 1882, it was Ramo with um, families and stuff, so... But it was a good it, time. It was good, I mean, the charts we'd normally sing, we can't, couldn't sing them because there's kids about, but yeah. um, no, it was a good laugh. Thanks to everyone who turned up. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Engineer Al has, uh, <coughs> he's, he's released a kind of rough version of a track that he's put together for his forthcoming EP called um, Apocalypse Owl. Um, at the end of this podcast, uh, you're gonna, we're going to play it, essentially. He's going to stick it. So the, after the final jingle, you'll be able to hear it in full. And you'll love quality, it. It's, it's quality, it's, isn't it? It is incredible. And it's, it's moving away from... He's kind of been known for doing rap, yeah. but it's more kind of... He's singing, basically. It's literally two days it's been in my head, non-stop. It's, it's quality, amazing. It does resonate, absolutely. All right, so let's deal with Liverpool before we... Um, Go into those scumbags. <coughs> um, it was a tricky one. Look, Tony, what, did you watch the game? I did watch the game. How yeah. did you feel? Uh, to be honest, I thought we showed a lot of spirit. I've seen Tottenham capitulate season after yeah. season <laughs> from them type of positions, but we went one down, we kept eight, one one. We went two one down, we kept eight. Uh, I knew when he come on, he was going to score. He had oh, Balotelli. Yeah, he had to. He ain't scored in two years. He would be us. Yeah, of course. He would be us. Okay, and, and he had a normal haircut, and he was like the blonde. Normalish. Yeah, normalish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Balotelli sense, it was it was relatively normal. But how do you think we played though? Because we did, we went. I mean, we went behind twice, and I've seen us get done over at Liverpool. I think the last time we had a similar performance was when Torres scored a late equaliser yeah, after. Two, Ke- two, yeah, yeah Keane. I think Keane had scored. And Keane scored twice. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were close, and we were close this time, and actually thought we could nick it. And they, when they went, it was a bit of a gutter when when uh, Liverpool went ahead. 
both times. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a funny game really because a lot of the, a lot of the stuff you saw online and as as you were watching it was was how much we lost the ball and how, how sloppy it was. Um, <clears throat> I've done some stats. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I've got the stats, right? Well, you got Windy. We lost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the iPad. We lost well. possession twenty-five times. Right, for, 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 for the whole game. Like well, hold on, I'll get, I'll get to that. I put here was it's not quite as bad as it looked because we we lost possession against Arsenal twenty-one times. Right. In a in a game where you know we pretty much bossed it, which we'll get to. Fucking bossed it. <laughs> um, but it was, I think it was just sloppiness, and it looked a little bit of, of tiredness. I think Mason in particular. I think he let Danny Rose down slightly um, yeah. with uh, with a little bit of lack of cover. Um, but, look, I mean, th- we had a hugely intense start. Is that the only statistic you got? You just fucking well, I'm saving them. I'm just saving them. Just, it's <laughs> just more, give me more! Yeah, it's more. Give me more stats right now! <laughs> Lamella won more tackles than anyone else in that Liverpool game. That is game. fucking You're ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. tackles. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was... But I've said more stats for the Arsenal when you're like these. But, okay. um, but no, it was it was uh, our derby was intense. Theirs was pretty much at walking pace against Everton, you know. So look, these these happened. Not the end of the world. I'm over it today. Well, I was going to say Lamella won so many tackles because his second touch is a tackle. He's got no first touch whatsoever. <laughs> but um, now last night we were like a chinny boxer. Liverpool were like a wily old fox who knew our weaknesses. They exploited them time and time again. We kept giving the ball away. I lost count of the amount of times I gave the ball away. Bentaleb um, was as good against, was as bad against Liverpool in the first half as good as it was in the Arsenal game, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think he, I think uh, it, it wasn't just about giving the ball away. It was giving the ball away. It was almost storage <laughs> and pa- passing it into space for them to run into. Yeah. It was like it was yeah. like it was bizarre. It was A lot like, of individual errors. It was so controlled and, and organised against the scum, but against Liverpool, it was just. It was just stupidity. It felt like at the time, but that, you know anything else? Anything else about Liverpool? I don't. I don't really want to dwell on it. Harry Kane scored twenty three. Twenty three. Well, yeah, I was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's as well. The fucking. I know. Oh, fucking. What, what I hate that football club. Hunts they are. Though. I hate that football club. I've, I've seen them eat out of bins. <laughs> Every single one of them, and they, uh, you know, that's where they come from. So. Brilliant. I've done it again. Keep going, keep going, keep going. No, no, no. I love it when he goes like that. I ain't gonna do it again. I ain't gonna do it. But fuck it, they deserve it. They're feral. That's true. Uh, they are feral. Uh, yeah, no, but Kane scored and he got an assist as well for, for the for the goal. What, what's your opinion of Kane, Tony? Me, at the moment, I fucking love him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, to be honest, beginning of the season, when Sardada was up front, I was thinking, ooh, just please, just. Ship him aside, bring someone on. Yeah. Bring someone on. And they put in a young boy. And I I can't complain. No. Look what he's done. Look he, what he's done. But yeah, I love him at the moment, man. He's, I'll wait till the second season because that's when you really know who's who and what's what. Yeah, cool. But yeah, the kid's on fire, man. Mm. The, he's, what's he, the top English goal scorer? You he's know, top he, goal scorer in general now, isn't he? He's, he's a top goal scorer of, in all competitions yeah. in the league. But, bar, bar none. Yeah. There's another stat that. Um, <clears throat> He's equaled um, Danny Roberts' record for his entire Roberts' whole career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about thirty odd less games. Jeez. I, I, we're, we're done with Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, fuck that. Okay. Oi, oi. No more eating for, for them you. now. <laughs> no more eating for them now. Yeah, we were recording. We were recording last week, and it was called No More Eating. Did you know the the Plan B and the what's it? Skinny Man. The skinny Man. I'd be surprised. No yeah. More yeah. So no more eating. We we've come to this point where you think Arsenal have done. They've eaten all their food. Spurs have been a plate for too long. Yeah. Yeah. No more. It's a yeah. famine now. No more, no and more. And we smashed them. We fucking... We, we did. We dominated. It dominated. 
I can't believe it myself. I, I, I've never seen a more one-sided North London derby in my entire life. It was. I found it hard. I only really appreciated it. I mean, I appreciated it at the time, but more on an emotional level rather than a rather than a footballing level. Yeah. Because as ever with a derby, <laughs> you you look forward to it with a huge amount of trepidation. Yeah. It just feels sick, and and it was. But I was saying before we started, after the game finished and the the whistle blew, I stood on my seat with my scarf just up. <laughs> In the air for about two minutes, not saying anything, not singing, just standing there looking at them. Just, just, just stood there. Oh, were people walking past you? Going, what the fuck? No, I did. People were trying to say, excuse me, can I get my phone? <laughs> you're you're going to have to wait. Well, no, I, did, I didn't even say that. That's, that's a lie because I just stood there just in silence. So people like just just scooting past. But it was, oh, it was just glorious. And I know I use that word all the time, but it was it was amazing. And the atmosphere was incredible. Yeah, you know I've. I've, I love atmosphere. I love singing at football. It's, it's what I'm about, and it's the thing that I enjoy most. I can enjoy uh, Spurs losing if the atmosphere is amazing, mm. and that's rare. Yeah. But and I've made this kind of principle of never going to Cat A games because they're too expensive and it's against my <laughs> ethics. But to fucking miss out on the best atmosphere that's there's probably been since Inter Milan. I said that. I said that to, oh, to the guy Jesus. next to me. I said, can even after, even when we went one 0 down. It was still. I mean, the everywhere you go song was yeah. was almost constant. It was, uh, yeah, it was just incredible, just incredible. Yeah, I mean, I was in the Blackstone and <clears throat> and even, even they were singing even down there. Mm. You know, when they when they went to goal up, it was a bit, it was a little bit of disbelief. But I was always, always having the back of my mind that when Arsenal score one, they'll score two and three and four. That's just, that's just how I think. But you know, we kept the. We, I think the crowd kept the players going. Mm. Yeah. I reckon if you played Liverpool at home last night. Might have been a different result because the fans had been up for it. Perhaps, but mm. um, but no, it was, it was it was a very good game. I think I remember immediately after I said Walker was fucking shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I watched it again. And I watched it again and apologised. You saying that in the pub afterwards? I'm thinking, yeah, you're yeah, quiet. Yeah. So he said that then, and he came to the pub and met me about an hour later. And when it was going on this stuff, and I was sitting there, I was listening to this going, what the fuck's wrong with this? I was you, very, very drunk. Yeah, yeah, I was just getting my voice back. You fell asleep in the pub at about six o'clock. That's my trademark. I'll just say, Glory in the pub days. straight after the game, T came bowling through into the garden, into, into the bell, just screaming, oh, I hate those guns so much. And his hand, <laughs> hands on his face, rocking, yeah. but like back and forward. He was yeah. loving it. It was a good sight. See, so you're, you're kind of... Everybody knows you're a Spurs fan, yes. and from that scene, do they? Do you get much stick? I get everywhere. Do you know what? Joker Star tweeted me today, the scumbag, because he's a Liverpool. He's a London boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, he's not. He's a slab boy. That's even worse, no. isn't it? He's a slab boy, and he supports Liverpool. I've got no words for him, but he tweeted me today. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But yeah, I get it all the time. Like Locksmith is my good, good friend. Yeah, yeah. And he's a avid gooner. Yeah, uh, avid gooner. So um, you did this. Uh, you, you did, it was a part of Don't Flop, was it? Yeah, it, it was to do with Don't Flop. Yeah, yeah and, um, Copa ninety. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's uh, so you did a. Uh, it was on Tottenham High Road. It was on Tottenham High Road. Was it before yeah. the game? No. It did, funnily enough, we did it before the Arsenal game, and I was out there in a Tottenham shirt. Yeah, oh, thirty thousand Arsenal fans standing. Not not with everything. How many prawn sandwiches? Yeah, many can you, they throw at me? But um. Yeah, we did a Tottenham versus Arsenal battle and I creamed him because he's Tottenham, of course. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, we know this. Yeah. But yeah, I get it all the time. I mean, everyone 
basically all of my closest friends yeah. are Arsenal fans. You're from Wolverhampton? I'm from Wolverhampton. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, fuck it. No, so you can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. It's a, it's a Tottenham <laughs> man. But, um, yeah, they're all gooners up there. So, I get it in the next season after season after season. Not after anymore. Season. No, no more eating for them now. No more eating. <laughs> no more. So, yeah. It's starving from here on in. <laughs> so what was really nice, though, as well, uh, was... Obviously, I sat and watched the Arsenal fan... TV and, and we oh, all, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. see it and we, I'm not going to talk about too much about that because I, I, I don't want to give them the, the time but that and also just Arsenal fans that I spoke to in general just the acceptance of the defeat yeah. makes it even sweeter and the fact that you know what hands up you've got to be a fucking idiot not to uh, exactly. like, if you have any knowledge of football at all not yeah. to see that as a complete and utter Capitulation of a football club. Not a gangbang. The pressing was so. <laughs> the pressing was so intense. But a consensual gangbang. Like, yeah, a consensual, definitely. We get in trouble for. Is there any other kind? Yeah, yeah. no. I don't know what porn you're watching, see, mate. Uh, well, yeah, we, we get in trouble for misogyny quite a lot. Uh, and that's not something you guys have to worry about in Don't Flop, I'd imagine. But no, funnily enough, they don't. They don't. Have yeah, they don't have shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we do. So, we're, we're, uh, <laughs> go on, go. I can't remember what I was saying now. Uh, yeah, no, but the um, gangbangs are they contagious? <laughs> <laughs> but it was um, the acceptance of the way that most, almost all Arsenal fans have, have have taken it was was even sweeter. Like I said, it it wasn't even a case of even when they scored. I'm usually quite pessimistic, and, and like you, yeah, I'd have been yeah. like two, three, fours. But the reaction of the team was was something was something quite remarkable really that we haven't seen in such a long time that 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 strength and that resilience and it just it just made it all the more sweeter but before the game you talked about um you know what we do if harry kane scored oh god yeah and um so the goal goes in and i'm like what yeah. That's my bad my voice just went yeah. I was, and then when, when it, with the winner as well i just thought ah oh. Fucking, it's like slow motion as well. The way the way it went in. It's the, 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 the winner, the ball from Bentaleb was sublime. Yeah, it was it? Yeah. And he just it landed on on his head. It was like a, a guided missile to yeah. Harry Kane. My boy, and in he bill. let. Mate, he's everyone's boy. We love him to it bit. It was the most beautiful way that I Oh, cushioned. <laughs> drop me. I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you like, what. <laughs> cushioned gu- is the way I had more. Describe. I had a more intimate moment with the guy next to me when that guy went in than I had with any other human being, I think, because that was... Go on, describe it. What happened? Well, there was... It was a strong hug <laughs> and there was pressing of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I enjoyed every minute of it. Well, strong pressing game. Yeah, I love that. Was, so yeah. Yeah. So that's what Pochettino sisters built. That was my ode to the team's pressing game. My own pressing shit. <laughs> Both holding each other. Yeah. I'll be honest. I took the kids to the cinema in the morning time, so I missed the. F- I was sitting in KFC giving them lunch mm. and watching it on me. Like I got BBC Sport on my phone, and the first ten minutes I can see Tottenham corner, Tottenham shot, Tottenham. Yeah, missed. yeah. Then Oxley scored. Oh man! I said it's just been all Tottenham, yeah. and he scored a goal. I've got back in just to see the end of the first half, and I thought, really, they've scored because yeah. they ain't got the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was. That was yeah. it. Brush the dirt off your shoulders. <laughs> and keep it, it was fucking. It was. It was amazing. It was. I. I, I watched it. I've got an admission to make. Actually, I watched the game. I watched the game. But I got. I, I went to bed about six o'clock that the morning beforehand, and I woke up thinking as I was going to bed, and I certain pharmaceuticals running through my body yeah. and I was lying there I was thinking gotta go to sleep gotta go to sleep fucking please go to sleep please just close my eyes go to sleep I've got five hours till the game starts go to sleep uh, and I woke up about ten minutes into the first half oh, I, wow. checked, I was like fuck I checked, <laughs> I checked my phone and it was like Ozil 1-0 I was like 
fuck this, I'm not watching it. I'm turning my phone off, I'm not watching it. And I was laying there and I was thinking, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> just maybe. not watch it. Just maybe. And I just took, that was literally two minutes. It was a, yeah. I, I had an inner turmoil for a couple of minutes. Don't judge me, Al, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, I, I switched it on and we were smashing them to bits, absolutely to bits. And, uh, yeah, but basically went through this in a horrible, self-deprecating hole that I'd built for myself. Yeah. They're always then, the best ones. But Harry Kane <laughs> drugged me out. Yeah, drugged yeah, me yeah, out yeah. by, by oh, my armpits. Yeah. He's like, come here, Flav. I've got You're you. You're right. I've got you. <laughs> Fucking love that guy. I can't so believe what, watching it on that text <laughs> thing must have been it was agony. It was a nightmare. Oh, I, I couldn't <laughs> even imagine bit. doing that. <laughs> and you, when you finished eating, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no more eating for you! No more eating! But I mean, there's a lot of talk about individual performances after mm. the game. You know, everyone's really nitpicking. But I think Lamello and Dembele are probably the ones who split people down the middle the most. Yeah, um, what did you think? I, I said to you guys that the three behind Kane probably were the worst performers, I'd say, of, of the whole eleven. That's not really. Saying, I'm not, not, not saying that they were four out of ten or anything. You're using the wrong language, though. It's yeah. like the worst. Just say they. I don't know. Okay. Everyone played. They're only, okay. they're only eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. a seven out of ten, <laughs> and everyone else is eight and a half. What, what I can't believe Dembele's getting any stick whatsoever. I don't know whether I saw a different game. He's no, like, he, he keeps cutting back to his right, to his left. Oh, oh, shut the fuck up! up. Got <laughs> I got a tweet yesterday. I have a shot every time Dembele does it, does it turns yeah. <laughs> And I'm feeling a bit woozy. <laughs> yeah, he's the most predictable guy in the world, but he holds it up. He's, he's doing all right, man. He's got more pace than I gave him credit yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, run yeah. down the channel. I think that's what Dembele's used for, to retain possession in, a, in areas of, of, the, of a pitch where perhaps we would have given it away far too easily. In I, think, yeah. I think he's been used to defend from the front. I mean, he's a number ten shouldn't be defending from the front, but given the way Pochettino wants us to play, yeah, exactly. He's doing everything that you'd expect him to do. He's harrying, he's winning balls back. That's and my defence for Lamella as well. Yeah, and, and Sorry, well, that's what I didn't think Lamella. That defence would ever be for for Lamella. Mm. The fact that he's winning balls. So you said that he, he won more balls against Liverpool than any other player on the pitch, yeah. and you think this is fucking Eric Lamella, yeah. he's thirty million pound footballer. And, and I had this conversation with Rick on on Twitter, and I and I, and I completely agree that that is not what we've bought him for. That's not what we've spunked thirty million quid for mm. to see him be winning back yeah. possession more than half of the time after he's given it away himself. But it's bad first touch. But <laughs> what I, what I would say to Rick was was that the fact of how many 21-year-old kids would you see that obviously loses, has lost possession as much as he has that would then a shrug of the shoulders and then and walk away? He's obviously doing what, what Poch is asking him to do and working his bollocks off and winning it back. And hopefully, with those, with those missed balls, that, that should be something that comes, hopefully, I think. He's, he's £30 million that we, we spent on him isn't his isn't fault. His fault no. So as a 21-22-year-old yeah. player, he's about where you'd expect him to be. And this the is fact, his first season. It's his well, first really. Yeah, because he was... He had, he had, uh, <laughs> Fanny injury, is that right? <laughs> no, no, back injury, OK. So, yeah, uh, la- la- last season. But he, he, he's all right. I mean, he's fine. He's, he's Just let him be. Stop thinking £30 million Lamella. Exactly. Just think Eric Lamella, top months for football football player. Well, the thing with Lamella is that him and, and if you're behind a front man, you have to be hurting teams. Hmm. And the only way they're hurting teams is by winning the ball, which isn't a bad thing. But you need to be using the ball a lot better. And as I said, Dembele was in acres of space. Every time he just kept cutting back over and over and over again. It's only in about the, the 70th minute when he took a chance of his right foot and took a shot. And he forced a save. Mm. At least shoot with your weaker foot. Because you don't know what could happen. You can get a rebound or anything. But he needs to have a bit more faith in, in, in his right foot for me. Um, but um, also, Mason and Bentaleb. Oh, 
They were that they were immense. They, I mean, they I've whole potted the midfield. Finish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shave them. Wow. Finish yeah. yeah. shave them. You can't beat that midfield. <laughs> That's uh, that's a new one. That's a new Alano one. one. <laughs> yeah. He's been dying to use it. Yeah. It might see that in my next battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Mason has I made more that. tackles this season than any other player bar Lucas Lever. I don't, I don't even know that player you just said. Liverpool Lucas. That cunt, uh, the, the um, Arsenal fan, the, the one that's like a pirate. What's his name? A bully. Bully. Yeah, and you know that Vine going around saying... Oh, who's that? Who, whose who, name is Harry Kane. Whose name is Harry Kane. Jesus H. And it cuts, it cuts to him after the Arsenal game. Just look, He looks like... <laughs> he, I just want to say what it looks like. I can't without getting in trouble. <laughs> okay. It looks like he... he no, fuck it. I'm not going to it. No. <laughs> It looked like he's been sexually abused. That's right. right. Like, his face. It was just crisp all in it. It was, wow, fucking regret that in the morning. Something um, dark behind those eyes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the fuck he's him. He's, 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 yeah, the he's seen the face of H. The thousand yard, the thousand yard stare. That's mm. what it looked like. It was, uh, it was beautiful and you deserve it because you dress like a pirate and you're yeah. a grown man. And you support Arsenal. And yeah. you support Arsenal. Uh, there's some amazing statistics coming out. As well, there was uh, Spurs have played more games and and Liverpool to be fair than any other team in Europe. And the youngest average squad in the Premier League was our game against Arsenal, mm. twenty eight uh, sorry twenty three point eight years, and the most prolific twenty one year old striker in the history of Premier League football is Harry Kane. Really? Wow. Yeah. No other player. You think of the players that have gone through us? Robbie Ren- Fowler. Robbie Fowler. Ronaldo. That is. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, no one there. can pin a. What do you do? What do you pin? A hair? Pin stuff. <laughs> tag. Pin that thing on the other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No one. one can do that shit on yeah. Harry Kane. Language is his tool. You wouldn't treat me Dennis for four years. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. There's not uh, much more you can say about Kane, but I, I, I'll just say the same thing as I said the other week. I can't think, and no one has been able to tell me, another player that has come through a, an academy graduate that has led a line at a top six Premier League team in, and, and done so with the, with the prolificness and the 70s certainly not in the Premier League era I can't think not of anyone at all. And, and, and from nowhere like we didn't like he was shit he wasn't <laughs> and now you were shit yeah. no, <laughs> he was shit he was he was just a lump <laughs> but now he's Harry Kane yeah. they, uh, Pochettino's chiselled him out of Fucking granite and made him the best player he's, I've he's ever got seen. A lot, hasn't he? he has got a lot. He's good in the air. It's bizarre, isn't he's it? got that. I thought Crouch had a good touch for a land because his head's far from his feet. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a long way. Yeah, you're expecting him to be a little bit loose, but Crouch has got a good touch. His first touch is decent, but Harry he's got a good touch. Yeah, he can. He keeps it close. He can go past people. Yeah. He, he's strong. What more do you want? He has a striker. No, and he's 21. Yeah. Do you know how old I feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony, do you ever have this when you look at Spurs players and you think they're older than me? Like, <laughs> Harry Kane, in my head, <laughs> Harry Kane's like... Yeah. 45. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no way he can be 15 years younger than me. There's no... Well, no, I'm not that old. Give or take. Give or take. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Give yeah. or take. Yeah. But, you know, there's no way he can be so young and yeah. be and mean so much to me. Yeah, he's not my brother. Yeah. He's not part of my family. <laughs> He's he is, he is part of your family. He's part of the family. He's part of the family. But, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, sort to go back to last night's game, but, you know, he's marked quite tightly, even for, I mean, for last, but he didn't really do much and he's still got a goal. I mean, that's just testament to how well he's playing right now. And, and um, that ball from Lamella as well. Yeah. I mean, um, 
Because when, when he first saw it, he thought he got a bit lucky there. When you see the replay, the rage after his feet. Yeah. yeah. You know, then he's one on one in Millionaire, he just puts it in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. But the goals he's scoring aren't Jamie goals. It's not like. Um, I remember years back, um, John Stead for Blackburn. Blackburn. Yeah. Went in the scoring run. And everyone was hyping over, and then he kind of went by the wayside. Um, Connor Wickham had a little run of form. Might have been last season or the season yeah. before. Yeah. Season before, but Michael Ricketts. Well, he don't, he don't count. <laughs> yeah. why, why doesn't he count? He scored like twenty goals. He don't count. Fuck Michael Ricketts. But, yeah. but now, um, the, no, but the sort of goals he's scoring, they're very deliberate, and it's, and, it's, and it's a testament to how hard he's worked in his game. It's class and, rather than luck, in it. Yeah, I mean, Tim Sherwood did give him his his, his head last season. Um, towards the end, I think he. I can't, can't remember the exact stats, but you know, he scored a few goals within the end of last season. Yeah, this yeah. season, there seems to be a bit more of a purpose about him, and you know, maybe in, maybe Pochettino has brought that out of him. Too, it's not, it's not just goals either. He's affecting games. He's affecting yeah. games in different areas of the pitch, and he's affecting other players around him. If if it was just a question of someone being on the end of numerous crosses or the end of a couple of through balls or, or whatever it might be, then perhaps there might be an argument for it. But without getting ahead of ourselves. I don't think we're getting ahead of ourselves, if that makes sense, in the, in the fact that he's affecting so much and it's not just goals. Yeah. And he's going to lead us to the league title this year. I love that talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. talk. Like, we've been doing this all, all season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're we're going to win the league. <laughs> no one knows. We're not going to see it coming. For, we have been saying this for, like I said, four years as well. We're so. only about two, three points off third, so... Yeah, fuck it. We're going to win the league. Can I just give my last stat so I can turn my iPad off? Yeah, go on. Take <laughs> 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 that match. You're worried about the radiation. Arsenal lost possession 35 times in that game. Of all the us. teams there. You think we were sloppy? Well, if you think we were particularly sloppy last night, it was the one thing that everyone kept on about. We lost possession 20 times last night. So almost double. Is that, what it, it, did. it just both, shows how much our pressing put an impact on both of those teams that, uh, based on the pressing of the other team? Obviously. obviously it, has to be. Yeah, it must yeah. be. It, because Arsenal, throughout that game, you couldn't have said, oh, Arsenal played in a particular way, or this is what they were trying to do, or this is what their plan was. Because there wasn't one, no, because we didn't let them have a plan. tipping his hat at the end yeah. of the game, you know? Have you Boom. ever, have you ever heard off. Wenger do that? Ever? Not once. Now, what more do you want? <laughs> so, he just came up... I remember my brother's flat after the game, and we watched Match of the Day, and there was about ten of us in there, and everyone was like, what the fuck did Wenger just say? <laughs> and we had, to re- 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 we had to rewind it yeah. and play it back. We watched the whole thing about eight times as well, to be fair, but <laughs> it was fantastic. Man, the whole fucking thing was amazing. Look, I want to I wanna quickly talk about what happened inside the stadium um, with the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you mentioned it earlier, but especially how quiet the Arsenal fans were. Tell me how shit they were, please. They were horrific. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of it at the start, and then when they scored. But even after that, we were singing one 0 and you still won't sing. But it was it was almost eerily silent from there. You know, and you would get, you know, I remember when we went to the FA Cup last year and we lost two 0 Yeah, I was at the back of uh, of the Emirates, but it was still just verbals back and forth constantly throughout it. It, it wasn't even a huge amount of that from them. Um, and you heard, I saw numerous of their own fans on Twitter. Um, Saying, saying just that essentially, but look, you know, it's not. You've, you've got to be able to try and help the team at least. <laughs> but it's just nothing. They were about as toothless as their team were. Well, it's funny you talk about the vines earlier on. That French bloke who spent two hundred and fifty quid. In his yeah, team. God, yeah. No, a child, a child. He was a child. He was like eight, eight or nine. Yeah, it must have been eight. Nine. So yeah, um, fuck him. <laughs> he was angry as well. <laughs> so, I mean, he spent two hundred and fifty pounds. You shouldn't even fucking be here. Yeah. How many fucking Arsenal fans who wanted to go to a game who supported them for their entire life couldn't go because you paid two hundred and fifty pounds for a ticket? I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. If you, I hope you cried all the way back to. <laughs> Paris or wherever the fuck you live. Brilliant. But Toulouse. Yeah. Toulouse. Yeah. 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 Yes, that's why you're here, Tony. <laughs> but, um, 
But no, you, it's like they pay their money to watch their team win and not to watch their team play, not to get behind their team. Yeah. That's Arsenal, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's Arsenal. That's, that's them all over. They've got no fight about them. I and even outside the stadium, I'm sure we've all seen yeah. these videos on YouTube. It's just fucking Attack in inverted commas. Yeah, it was. <laughs> really, ridiculous. Our, our fans are just really, really up for There's a couple of lads out well. to hide in there. In a Turkish bakery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think anyone should get beaten up for football, except Arsenal fans. <laughs> and, and there was one thing. There was a police that was separated at least two fights between their own fans during the game. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. It was, uh, love it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely love it. All right. Um, does anyone else want to say anything? Have we missed anything from the North London derby? They are dirty, scummy cunts. Uh, we haven't covered that, but now we no, have. Yeah, we've got that in. Die and die and die again. No, I just Aye. we can't go for every player, but just man to man was just fantastic. Yeah, absolutely yeah. fantastic. Played them off the pitch for ninety minutes. They got a lucky goal. Yeah, that was it. That's all they had. The irony, you know, we sing this song about uh, Mesut Ozil. His eyes are offside because yeah. he's got big eyeballs. Yeah. The irony actually is that his been. eyes were his eyes were actually offside. <laughs> <laughs> it was that close. <laughs> all right, that's it from the first half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Now we got Windy. Hi, Windy here, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the loan players, Tom Carroll was an unused sub for Swansea. Aaron Lennon was a 59th minute sub for Everton as they drew 0 0 with Liverpool. Ryan Fredericks played the whole game for Middlesbrough as they beat Charlton 3 1. In the same match, Milos Velkovic went off on 35 minutes with a dislocated shoulder. It's going to become clear later this week whether he's going to be out for a matter of weeks or months. Alex Pritchard scored the only goal of the game as Brentford beat Leeds 1-0 at Ellen Road. He was once again their best player. Grant Hall was still missing for Blackpool through injury. Jordan Archer joined Millwall on deadline day and was on the bench as they lost 3-1 at home to Huddersfield. Kenny McAvoy was an unused sub as Colchester lost 3-2 at home to Crewe. New signing Delhi Ali played 90 minutes as MK Dons drew 0-0 with Bristol City. Dominic Ball was an unused sub from Cambridge in their FA Cup defeat to Manchester United, as well as their 1-0 home defeat to Wickham. Nathan Odder was a 59th minute sub as Luton drew 1-0 with Oxford. Their fans seemed quite excited by his performance. Shaq Coulthurst was a 68th minute sub for Southend in their 1-0 draw at Shrewsbury. Tomislav Gamelt wasn't involved for Bari in Serie B. And finally, Emmanuel Sanupe has joined St Mirren in the Scottish Premiership on a season-long loan. Their next match is on the 14th of February. The under-18s beat Manchester United 3-1 in the FA Youth Cup on Monday night. Goals came from Ishmael Azawi, who kept his run going of scoring in every round, and two for Anthony Georgiou. The other outstanding players on the night were Kyle Walker-Peters and Luke Amos. We play Nottingham Forest in the quarter-finals. That's it for this week, but if you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at Wendy Coys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Yo, Tony D in the building. Double P all day. Don'tflop.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> We're Pam. That's how we're doing it. Three out studios, man. Don't watch me. Chisel. Yo, listen. Hey, look. 
back with a bag of banner, yet another classic stanza. Scooby versus right hooks like Abu Hamza. Madman, I manhandle grammar. The MC slash lazy bastard slash battle rapper. Cashew nuts and a can of Fanta. Couple grammar ganja and free holes like a happy Santa. Magic happen like abracadabra. When sun spit raps, I'm one sick cat like Fanny Cancer. Luga Larrys, I reach 2012 blazing. Leaving a trail of gun smoke and empty shell casing. Hell raising, I'm at heaven's door. Angels waving white flags, spelling I surrender in semaphore. Beyond cocky, not even God stop me. Spitting something wicked in the air like John Coffey. Flow darker than strong coffee, what more do you want from me? Alchemy rap, transform haters to knob jockeys. Recognize, they switch like Geminis. Spit live televised, and words just roll out like kids on pedal bags. Duracell energized, Red Bull forever fly. Man amongst men of mine, just a carbon based off cast basket case. Masters made up of mum's emotions on my father's face. Bars for days, I scribble to the parker breaks. I'm bossy, I show boat at a masquerade. Body rappers make them pass away, pass the praise over caskets made for where the carcass of the artist lay. Duppy guys, how the fuck could anyone survive? Words and weapons and my native tongues, guns and knives. Will you wanna try? You aren't me, fuck your life. You aren't tea like your uncle's wife. Cause I'm one of a fucking kind, supreme lyricist. I do me, it's limitless and unique as fingerprints. It's the second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you, Tony, for coming down. Thank you for having me, mate. Yeah, it's a pleasure, absolute pleasure. You didn't thank Wendy. Oh yeah, cheers, Wendy. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. Nice one, Wendy. What you've just heard is uh, some of uh, Tony D's best material. I don't know. We haven't told you about this and the way the editing material, uh, editing process works. You stitched me up, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find some really bad, bad shit that you've done. No, uh, yeah, no, you've got to tell us what to, to put on because um, we thought of the way of introducing you. So the people that listen to the fighting cock, uh, it is to kind of play some of the audio. So okay. let me know what you want us to play. Okay. Uh, well, no, music wise or just what? in the pro in the contents of a battle. Anything. When, when we stop stop recording, we'll, I, we'll, I we'll stick something on. Um, yeah. So we. Yeah. Thank you, Wendy. Uh, the fighting cock is sponsored by Calm. Um, 12 men a day commit suicide it's thought that it's because we don't talk about our problems if you're feeling sad or low talk to someone it doesn't have to be someone you know calm have a helpline open from 5pm until midnight the number is 0808 802 5858 they also have a web chat it's open from 5pm until midnight visit thecalmzone.net and their twitter handle is at thecalmzone give them a follow Alex yeah, I'm going to be doing the Raw Parks Half Marathon, October the 11th, I think it is. So yeah. it's a little bit of a way yet, but uh, if any generous souls want to uh, to give towards the calm zone, then uh, you can just go on Just Giving and just search Alex Richings. And uh, that, well, that's 13.3 miles? 13.1 miles, yeah. So, that's uh, a lot. That's no more pot, Bombay bad boy pot noodles for me. <laughs> you also said about, you, you said I should do it. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd give up on you. But no, you said it was a ballot and you didn't put money Well, no, in. I can get you in, though, it's fine. No, <laughs> no, no, you should have got me in. When, when I was ready, you should have got me in. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, you've got, like, six months. Yeah, when you when I was ready, you should have got me in. Cut to- you'll be fine, I've we'll get you in months. there, you'll be fine. You can, you can just run alongside me with, like, some megaphone. Just shout in. <laughs> right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> run! Yeah. yeah. Let's say, let's go, champ! Over there. Yeah. Let's go, champ! That's yeah. Shannon Briggs. How is yeah. Shannon Briggs' campaign to get in a fight with Vladimir Klitschko? Oh, Probably about as good as my campaign's going. You're a joke. If, yeah. yeah. if you follow him on Instagram, every day he does like videos of him with no shirt on, just shouting stuff. <laughs> um, I love him. Yeah, he's just, he's a funny guy. <laughs> uh, okay, Tony, let's do this. Um, 
You used to be in uh, Poisonous Poets. Yeah, I'm still a Poisonous Poet. I'm, I, st- I still exist as a Poisonous Poet, but uh, yeah, I used to be in them. What, what is that? What, what, poisonous what? Poets is a UK hip hop group that was founded by me, Reveal, Doc Brown, and Therapist in about '99. Yeah, I think about '99, the year 2000. Uh, we got signed through Sony BMG. Put out one album mixtape, uh, got dropped. But you're not hip hop if you don't get signed and get dropped. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so fun for that one. Um, uh, yeah, we got signed, got dropped. But we we kind of led the way, man. We 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 trailblazed a little bit and showed a lot of people how you're meant to rap. Mm. And from then, yeah, I kind of gained a nice little name for myself, a little following. Uh, Reveal did the same. Doc Brown did the same. And as you know, everybody knows Doc Brown now, don't they? That's right, indeed. Uh, the low key and Doc Brown, low key is like obviously political. He's he's yes. into his kind of politics, and he's in his Very opinion, well so. yeah, mate, he's doing what he believes is the right thing. And I kind of I'm with some of his politics. Is you know it's heavily kind of centred around um, Palestine and uh, and what's going on over there. We yeah. can't go too deeply into this because you've heard the podcast and you know what, what we're about. <laughs> but um, to be part of a uh, a group of people that have gone on to do such amazing stuff, you've gone and do uh, Don't Flop. Doc Brown is now a, a household name. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You know? Before you turned up, we was watching his um... Slang 101. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. So funny. If you ever get the chance, go and see him live. Yeah. He's incredible to watch live. I bet. He's just so, he's hugely multi talented as well, just his it's, acting and that sort of thing. It's, it's too easy for him. It's too easy. How, how, how much of it is that he's. Uh, because if, if you watch him stand up, Doc Brown. And then watch what way he would rap or be a part of po- Poisonous Poets. How much of it is a character that you portray? Uh, I, I think he's he's mainly he's Doc Brown. He he is that character personified. He's Doc Brown. But as when you rap, you kind of take on a little a little thing. Like I have a separate persona. There's Tony and then there's Tony D. Mm. Yeah, I go home and get called Daddy, or I go to me mum's and get called Son. But that's completely different to that to the rap thing. Your yeah. ego takes over. So as far as um, the stuff that he's doing now, it's very much Doc. It's, I mean, really, the guy's super talented. He just put out um, a song called Love London on mm. Time Out, I think, uh, with Time Out magazine. And uh, you listen to him rap, and you realise what a talent he is. He's one of the best rappers this country has ever produced. Like I say that with no qualms whatsoever. He's just one of the best you've ever heard. And he just seemed to transfer that skill in, naturally into acting and stand-up. I mean, he's on ITV in a show. He's on. Uh, he's got CBBS. He's got his own show. He's got stand-up comedy stuff with Ricky Gervais. Yeah, as well. yeah um, they share a manager, I believe. Mm. So he's close in with Ricky, um, and he's a global superstar, really, Ricky Gervais. But yeah, you get Doc. You just get Doc. He's that. He's that real guy. He, that's all he presents to you. Is it nice to kind of see someone from? people that you've known from when they were young lovely it's lovely I see him like do you know what's funny I see him in my eyes sometimes and he'll be on the telly and my daughter oh look Uncle Doc's on the telly (laughs) do you know that it's Uncle Doc yeah (laughs) but he's on everywhere he went from CBeebies like I said he's on primetime ITV like playing the detective that I I tip my hat, stomp my foot and light a match. The guy's on point. He's <laughs> nothing but love for him. Nothing but love. But what made you want to go into, into battle rapping? Because there's a lot of successful rappers who have tried to do it and, you know, had mixed results. But what made you want to... I come from battle rap. I come from 
like when I first started to rap, it was about 89, 90. Um, I had my first battle in 1992 in, in a block of flats in South London. So uh, <laughs> that, I've been doing this forever. My, my, my rap is punchline based. It's all about punchlines. Just what's funny, what's clever, <clears throat> something that you hear and instantly it, it resonates in your mind. It even makes you think of something or it's instantly funny to you. So I've always been about that battle style. It just so happened that when I was rapping, there was no such thing as YouTube. Because <laughs> I'm that old. <laughs> but yeah, there was no YouTube, so you couldn't get views. So we battled on the street. We, we battled in clubs, outside of clubs, you know what I mean? We, we go and perform a set, finish going to the crowd and battle. I come from that era, I come from that spirit. So watching them do it, it was very easy to For make. For people that don't know, what, what's, what is battle rap? Uh, it's two grown men saying overly aggressive poetry to one another. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just basically whatever you're wearing, whatever it is about your character, whatever you've done in your past, you get to sit down for anywhere between three months and two weeks. That's how much notice you get. But you get to sit down, analyse that person, and then write about them. Learn so it's almost like a boxer facing off against someone... And you it's look, sort of look. like boxing with less punches to the face. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say that, right? I went, I went to. I went. I, I was. I watched the game in uh, Hope and Anchor Pub. Great pub. I love it. Watch, watch Spurs in, uh, in in Tottenham Lane in Crouch End, and Spurs just got beat by Liverpool. And I was re- I was in a bad way. I-, I felt really bad. And my dad wanted to go and smoke a cigar. And I was like, I really want to leave. I'm going to get away from this place. And I went outside and there was an Arsenal fan saying, oh, you really are just fucking shit. Like, like Saturday was a joke. You're shit. And I was sitting there. I was like, I'm not a violent man, Tony. But, but I was ready to let loose. And <laughs> seriously, I was, I was ready I to... Because oh, I couldn't see it myself. If someone held a mirror up, I was like, that ain't you. That's why guns are not legal in this country. Because yeah, exactly. at that moment, I would have blasted his head off. <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> and I stood up and I was like, Dad, I've got to go. I've got to get away from this prick. And I walked away. And what I want to say is, or the question I want to ask is, how do you deal with someone when they're rapping about the most, or battling the most, about the most personal things that you could think of in your face? So much, so much so you could feel the spit on their face. Yeah. How do you deal with it? How do you not f- start flying fucking uh, shit cunt out of there's them? There's two things you have to take into consideration. One, don't listen. That's the f- that first and foremost. Don't listen, don't pay attention. Secondly, that's what you're there to do. I'm there to denigrate him. Yeah. So I can't complain at the tools that he uses to, to do the same to me. I can't moan at that. I'm there to break down your character. I will assassinate your character. I will make your mum feel bad. <laughs> open her legs and push you out of country. <laughs> that is what I'm here to do. So I can't be mad if someone's here to do the same thing to me. As it happens, and if you check, I'm the best to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you can't be mad. We're both, we both know what we're there for. We're both there to go at each other as hard as we possibly can. It is literally like boxing. Someone's going to get knocked out. Yeah. Someone has to win. It's as simple as that. Do you know what I mean? Hold, I'm just Mayweather out here. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, how often can it be reactive? As someone says, you say you get like a bit of notice where you sit and your, your plan of, you know, yeah. almost like a character assassination. How, if someone says something that is either particularly personal, biting or whatever it might be, how often can you then react to uh, something that they've said or do you just tune it out and just no, go, 
pretty much every battle or every round, you get a chance to rebuttal what they say. When, when, as soon as they say time and it's your goal, if you're that way inclined, if you're yeah. that type of rapper, then you might pick something that he said in his verse and you can turn that around on him. Like, uh, I battled a guy who called, uh, definition it was, and he said he was a lad. In his rhyme, he just said he was a lad. So I said, you ain't a, you ain't a lad, you cunt. I know I know, little 16-year-old white boys that will badge you up and 16-year-old <laughs> black boys that will have you mugged and they won't even have to run. <laughs> that is a... Um, like, when someone's saying something, if, you, if something just sparks in your brain, if you think, OK, I, I, can ta- I can take that and turn it around on him, then that's what you do. Does that, does that give you special kind of... Kudos. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. does that tend to be the, the better type of battlers? Yeah, the, the, than the best type rap? of battlers are able to do that. Some yeah. of them will take up the next two minutes of their round just going off what you what someone yeah. said in the last round. Me, I tend to keep it to one or two lines and, and try and keep it moving. Okay, so why are you talking about Spurs? Why, why do you belong to Spurs? I know you why talked about your, your uncle. Spurs? Yeah, it was just, it's basically down to my uncle Will and my uncle Steve. They were Tottenham fans um, from, I suppose, the 60s and 70s. I popped up in 78. Uh, by the time I was old enough to walk straight and took me nappy off, they had me kicking a football and chanting Spurs. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a Spurs fan. I've been a Spurs since. I mean, Steve Archibald, Chidozzi, like I'm way, way <laughs> Hazard. Them type of guys there, way, we've way, had, way. We've had hazard. Yeah, we've had we've Hazard on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if he listens still, but yeah. you should he does. Do. Hold your time. Should. Everyone listens to this. Everyone <laughs> listens. So, what was your first Spurs game? Do you do you have any recollection of it? I think, to be honest, my stepdad's a QPR fan, and I think yeah. my first Spurs game might have been QPR Tottenham at Loftus Road when they still had a plastic, plastic pitch. pitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah and I, I, the one thing I remember from that game, who did they have? Was it Clive? Oh, Clive, he was bald anyway, but they were singing <laughs> his fatties round and he ain't worth half a crown. <laughs> and that memory, I was about nine years old and that's stuck in my head forever. <laughs> I mean, forever. He's uh, fat, he's round, he ain't worth half a crown. Half a crown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how old are you, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're spending crowns and I don't know what was happening. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, uh, that's one of my earliest Tottenham memories. That's probably, um, my most recent is Ledley King Testament. I went to oh, Ledley wow, King Testament yeah, last year with my uncle. And what a game. Oh, we were emotional that night. Oh, you know, when, yeah. it, when it took him off, I actually felt a bit. Adam, we were, we were, yeah. Who did? Who did? I felt a bit bad. I, I feel a bit. I, I don't like talking about it because I weren't there. Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> <laughs> this is all about me, obviously. Yeah. So who's your favourite all-time Spurs player? Because for me, it was Hoddle that made me watch Spurs in the first place. You know what? So you just took the, the, the name right out of my mouth. It's, it's got to be Glenn Hoddle. As a kid, I like pinging 60-yard balls on your toe. On your toe. <laughs> like, as a kid looking at that, look what he's done. He's yeah. sent his 60 yards on a six so that Hoddle, Hoddle was that guy for me. He controlled the middle. Do you know what I mean? He sprayed passes. He, he was just ridiculous. And I think he was my uncle's favourite player, so he just rubbed off to be my favourite player. But we've had some greats down the years. Yeah, we have. We've had some good players. And who, who do you like now? Right now, uh, Harry Kane. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Harry Kane, are you sure? Uh, do you know who I really rate, though? Hugo Lloris. Hugo Lloris, there's times when mate. each... Ah, oh, mate, he makes impossible saves. 
he, he just pulls it out from somewhere. He, fu- he fucked up last night. He did that. Yeah. I mean, we actually, I haven't seen their first goal it because my stream cut out just in there, and I thought, well, I'm not watching it back. Yeah, it's so, bad. Uh, it's bad. Yeah, he, he should have done better. He's but a you, loud one, isn't he? Jesus. Yeah, of course, he's a goalkeeper. Yeah, shit's one, shit's gonna happen, but. But he, he's, he don't turn into David James. <laughs> he, he's the best goalkeeper I've ever seen at Spurs. If I was someone in there, I'd, I'd be whispering. Yeah. I'd just I remember that. Bobby Mims. Shit, you do know your issues. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Mims. Paul two one. I cry. Like <laughs> <laughs> I remember that game. I think we were the cup holders that year. Yeah, I, I think we yeah. were. <laughs> oh, I remember that shit. Yeah, absolutely terrible. What's, what's your favourite Spurs game in your living memory? Um. Whew. I think they're both quite recent, to be honest. There was um, the Milan game. Yeah, in the Milan. Yeah. Or AC. That the the one we won three. Three uh, one. Yeah. yeah. Second. Second. And Bale when it up. Bell, he 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 had. Who was his name? Marcon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Marcon had ten yards on him. Yeah. yeah, he hoofed it forward <laughs> yeah. and beat him in a foot race like he like he just wasn't there. It was, was like just... racing a child. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Witness the fitness, the real yeah. 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 yeah, it was like the egg and spoon race. Yeah. <laughs> it celebrated an egg to a spoon, spoon just yeah. fucking smashed the kid out, and he was <laughs> off. Yeah, there's that one, and I think the four four when we drew four four at um, oh, Highbury. Right. Yeah, um, and if the fella ripped the seat out the stand, <laughs> did, 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 did you know about that? The fella ripped the seat out of. When yeah. Aaron Lennon scored, no, I remember yeah. the game. Yeah, he ripped the seat from the holdings that it was in. Yeah, <laughs> so the rumor goes anyway. <laughs> he ripped the seat out, but that because I was sitting with like two, three gooners in the ass, and when they was all getting on me, and when as soon as Lennon made that, cheers, mate. You're a big fan of Lennon, aren't you? Hey, you're a big fan of Lennon. Lennon, now do you know what it is? Everywhere. I go, I've been followed. I got followed around a wedding one time yeah, by a waiter you do who eventually like got up to me and said, are you Aaron Lennon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, I do like him now. I There's do an like affiliate. Him. Yeah, you, I, do, you, you do, do look like him. I think bit. he flattered his CV. He could have done a lot more in his career. Yeah. I think he could have been, he could have solidified his spot. But, um, yeah, I do rate Aaron Lennon, but I've been mistaken for him on more times. Yeah, 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 to yeah remember. But it, at least you're not as angry as Lloyd Banks was uh, when uh, was is it Craig? He, he, people kept coming up to you and saying you look like Craig David. So much, <laughs> so much said it. He's like, I'm gonna punch Craig David in his face if another person. Is that. Wow, he does, he does yeah. look like him. Yeah. yeah, there is. I've never there even is. heard of that story, but yeah. yeah, he does. He looks a lot like Craig David. Oh wow. That's curtains for Lloyd Banks now. Yeah, uh, he's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got we got a request in from. Um, actually, fuck that first. Uh, which Spurs player, past or present, would make the best MC based on your opinion? You know uh, uh, and this is from BC, the Grand Slam on Twitter. That's yeah. our friend. That's Callum. Callum. I gave a lot of thought to this one, uh, and at first I was thinking Ozzy Ardiles. Just, oh, just, really? to, just to hear him say in the cup front. Just to hear that, but then I thought about it, and I thought it's got to be Gaza. For these reasons, <laughs> to be a battle rapper, it, it takes skill, it takes technique. It, you've got to know what you're doing, and if you transfer the the, the the skill he had with the ball at his feet into the skill when it takes to write in rhymes, he's it, intricate. He can do a lot, and he's all, he does it by himself. Yeah. So he's, that's one reason. The second was, other than Hoddle and Waddle, I don't know any other Spurs player that's made a song. And, <laughs> fog, and fog on a tine. <laughs> 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 
sort of counts. <laughs> yeah, 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 it counts, it counts. Damn, Elias doesn't at all. No, <laughs> he no, doesn't no, at doesn't all. Count on any, <laughs> anything. Um, so, yeah, so he's proved he can rhyme a little bit. And the third reason is most battle rappers struggle with drink and drugs. <laughs> so, Gazza would fit right fucking Absolutely. As would I. Uh, <laughs> right, a better question of the two was from Senor Vivo26. And he says, what would you be your last two lines in a rap battle against Arsene Wenger? Uh, I put some thought into this as well. And uh, after being told I couldn't do the pedo one. No, no, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, do it. <laughs> no, um, my last two, because the last two are the ones that you kind of finish on you know yeah, they're, they're the end you've explained everything else for the for the whole thing so the last two what did I think of um, where's it gone uh, you achieved a season undefeated so respect but now you went from invincible to invisible because we no longer see you as a threat <laughs> 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 Is there more? Do you know what? I could keep going to be yeah. honest, but um, no, that's about all I thought of on the, oh, way, on the way here. But I, I was hoping yeah. uh, Disgusting Little Worm would be in there. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine him naked. What a disgusting I, little why worm. Why would you human. even put that into my head? So <laughs> I do not wish to imagine Arsene Wenger with no clothes on. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I don't know Sit why down. I've done that. I've made a mistake. But I have to carry on doing the podcast. Right? <laughs> Otherwise, I'd just walk out. Yeah. <laughs> all right, wicked. Um... And uh, how many five-year-olds could you have in a fight? Five-year-olds? Oh, yeah. I'd fucking... we bring them all on. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean? I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. I'll beat them, no problem. <laughs> you can bring them as many as you want. I'll knock them all out, man. <laughs> everyone says that. Yeah. <laughs> bring them all day. Yeah. <laughs> and I've always had the same looking five-year-old running yeah. towards yeah, yeah, Tony. Going, just just uppercutting left, right. Yeah. Center. I wouldn't even waste my fist. I'd be kicking the car away. Amazing. Uh, and what's, what's your favourite uh, football bars that you've ever used because there, there was a famous one obviously it's give it look we've got to put this in context because obviously people think of the Moamba incident as a, a, a really kind of oh, yeah. a, a, a kind of troubling time it was but, a tragic incident and we're all glad that he pulled through absolutely. Yeah, we all absolutely but battle rap is a different thing yeah it's a completely different and, and nothing is, is off bar no no there's there's no limits there's no uh, so the bar was so, yeah come uh, on, tell us. Uh, I get deep with banter Every no, I was um, I get deep with banner. Everything I speak is peak as cancer, and you ain't got the heart for the game like Fabrice Muamba. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and the people imagine the reaction. Uh, uh, the we, reaction went crazy. I was just saying, I was actually at work. <laughs> I, I stopped working. I, I took the headphones off. I thought, like, toes down. <laughs> so I was like, wow. Maybe you won't again. You took your own headphones out. Yeah. Like, I'm done with this. Yeah. This this stuff with delivers sound into my ears. I'm, so I'm fucking sick of it because yeah. of what has just been. You've got to look at it in, in context. I was talking to my opponent, letting him know he doesn't have the heart for this particular yeah. game, yeah, which is battle rap. So as an example, I used someone who didn't have the heart for the game, which unfortunately and very cohesively yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we know we yeah, know what you're saying we know it was Fabrice Mwamba yeah, yeah but oh, oh you know we, we uh, there's no other club that's got behind an, 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 an opponent footballer no it's, yeah as no, much no, as no. you did that day yeah. so was that your favourite football related bar or yeah. do you have any uh, 
No, I think that was probably for the reaction that it got. Yeah. That was probably the best one. I did have one against um, O'Shea about he's a real rebel in a room full of girls. He'd be trying to fill Neville. Um, yeah, that's the. Is that is the Everton fan? O'Shea. Yeah, he's the Everton fan. Shout out O'Shea, man. I love that fella. And 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 shotty horror, the City one. Oh yeah, he's a Man City fan, but he's 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 quite he's held in high regard, right? He's held in very high regard. I mean, he goes around the world. He just he just did a battle in Canada. They they won't let me back in Canada. I fucked them about last time. Is that true? Yeah. Do you know what? I don't write until the last minute because I, I lack the motivation. I'm lazy. Yeah, I've got fair. two kids to take care yeah. of. Um, so I leave it to the last week and it just so happened the last week was a very hectic and shitty week for me. So I didn't get everything. I, I ended up in Canada writing my third verse in the hotel room <laughs> knowing I had to battle in two hours. Um, so I was jet lagged. Like, it was just messy. The whole thing was up in the air. Um, and I proper, I shagged it, caught oh, blimey, it was awful. It oh, was really? awful, yeah, I went out there, I said, ha! <laughs> yeah, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they, I don't think they let me back into yeah. it. <laughs> they're not paying for my flat and my hotel again. Um, so, yeah, he, go, he goes all around the world and does this, man. He, like, they proper rate him. But I beat him just the other day in his hometown of Manchester, let me remind you. Yeah, I went up there and beat him. And I had a couple of Man City bars, and for the life of me, I don't even know if I can but remember. You, you shouldn't even remember him, because Man City are a nothing fucking club. I know, they're not. They're, 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 who, who are they? Who are they? Who is Man City? Whose name is Man City? Whose name is Man City? <laughs> I think of Man City, I think of Franny Lee. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think he's dead now. Tell about. Dead or on the register, one of the two. And on that bombshell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, we, we want to talk a little bit about the system at Tottenham and what Pochettino's doing. Uh, Atletico Madrid just destroyed Real Madrid 4-0 in the league and they've shown with the right manager and the right team ethos, spending billions isn't necessarily the only route you have to go in order to achieve success. Um, What do you think that Pochettino's doing is it is it working in a, a kind of are we playing attractive football is it functional and a system that works well for the Premier League well I mean I think Bardi wrote this wrote the discussion out and um, I think where that's why it's so wordy yeah, yeah he's, oh, a bit, he's a bit verbose as our, as our Bardi but, but he um, does edit the fighting cock and big props yeah but um, the thing about Atletico Madrid they've actually built a second team but the first team they had Courtois um Diego Costa, Felipe Luiz, and they mm-hmm. all got sold. He's brought another team, and they're doing just as well because they seem to follow one man, and the one man is Diego Simeone. Um, the only person who's, in recent memory, has done that with a, with a less fashionable team is Brian Clough. Mm. But anyway, with regards to Spurs, when Postino first came, when Postino first joined Spurs, I wanted Benitez because I thought Benitez was someone who was short term and he would win us a trophy. I thought Postino, I didn't think Lever was going to give him time to, to implement. You know the way he wants to play, the way he wants Tottenham to play. I remember in the first few weeks of the season, Flav was always asking, "Where's the philosophy? Where's the philosophy?" And um, as I said, three, four months on, we've got we've got the youth players, and they're bought into it, and we're seeing you know we're seeing the fruits of his labour. So um, so yeah, I think 
I don't see us getting. I don't see us getting to a I point love him where to we. Bits, man. Well, I, I do now, yeah, because <laughs> I, I, I honestly thought that a lot of my understanding of football is based on how people physically look. <laughs> <laughs> his head is pop around, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, his, his head is fucked basically. Cervical. But man, he's 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 managed he's managed to um, create something that I can get get behind completely. I love him to bits, and I, and, and you know after after the Arsenal game, people were kind of waxing lyrical about Harry Kane and Ben and Mason, and so they should, they fucking should. But that was all down to Pochettino, all of it. Mm-hmm. And this guy is, uh, and and you know what else? Who, who doesn't get any props is Levy. I know he made many, many mistakes. He's a cunt, though. <laughs> I know he's a cunt. He is. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> but he fucking employed him. He could have find. He could have got uh, De Boer. He could have got <clears throat> Van Gaal. Well, he, he got mugged off at Van Gaal, to be fair. Yeah. But, but he got. He got. He, he made a decision on Pochettino. And who's if the fish stinks, it stinks at the head. But and if the, the fish smells great. <laughs> Then the fucking where does the fucking great smell come from? <laughs> Daniel Levy. That I might think, be the greatest analogy <laughs> yeah, I've ever heard. <laughs> that is quality, sir. It's not mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That, that, I can just see you looking at him, empty eyes. That's an old cliche, but yeah. but you're, he, he has to be given some credit, and we don't yeah. have to love him, or we I don't think, have to think like the the the. the all right, fuck it. <laughs> I think no, I think you're right. I think the credit will come though, is if what we're seeing right now is. If he sticks with him and he does, you know, the whole thing of, of Paul Mitchell being being signed on leads us to believe that, that there is going to be a time given. But Levy will gain the credit if, if that actually comes to pass, if he stays with him. We're seeing a sea change now of us moving away. I think Poch said it in the week as well, didn't he, about talking about, about wanting to promote from within rather than going out and spending the millions and, 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 and upgrading and doing short-term and short-term deals, which I still think happened to an extent this summer, by the way, but that's probably a different point. But we're seeing that sea change now, and if, and it's a big if, he's stuck with, and that does become the mentality of the club, and they start using all of the resources that they've spent millions of pounds on in, this, in the academy and the, and the, and the training centre, then... Levy will deserve more credit than I think it's probably possibly to give. I'll never give that one credit. If, if, <laughs> but, if, but it's a big if. You're, you're right, but it's a big if. And it's a long way to go till he gets that. But I, I think what Flav's saying is... You can't is deny him. You can't, you can't ignore it. Yeah, and because if what we get is the connection that we have with these players now and with the club now is, is, is greater than I've known for quite a while. I mean, yeah. I, had a, I had a big... I was a big fan of AVB and I felt a connection there because of the way the he represented shit. the club. The but the football was, was poor. Football but was now shit. we've almost got both. And if that stays the same, then it then it could be a really special time. But the I mean, another thing that Flav mentioned was people like Lalana and Lovren went for like over twenty million. Mm. And these aren't amazing players, these are fairly ordinary players and um They're players that did well in Pochettino's system. Yeah, and Mason, Mason is a prime example of this. Mason's not a world beater or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but he follows his instructions he sticks to his task, and he's and he's and he's doing well, and that's a good sign that, <clears throat> you know, that if we are going to buy players, we're going to buy players who are likely to buy into what Pochettino wants to do. Well, that's the key, isn't it? That's that's what's got to happen. It can't be short-term buys, yeah. you know, which I think possibly I think is what Stambouli was, for example. 
Tony, how do you feel about uh, Pochettino? Because you've obviously, based on everything you've said, you've seen a fair few. Yeah, managers. I've seen just a few. Just a few. There was a stat. How many Tottenham managers since Wenger? Thirteen, been in? I think. Yeah. Thirteen. Look at that. That's what nine years, ten years. Yeah, more. Eighteen years. Eighteen. Way more. Yeah, yeah. Mate, he won't go away. It's like a horrible cancer. He will do. What's good about it? What's good about it though is that when he does go, it will be in a big ball of flames. Not literally. It's like a cancer to cancer to to football, and the only thing that's get rid of him is chemo. Just get rid of him. Is that bad? Is I've said another bad thing. You'd do so fucking well in battle rap. As far as uh, at the beginning of the season, I was I thought we changed managers way too quickly. I I just thought really you've shipped out another one and bought him in because he's had a good season at Southampton. And I I wasn't convinced beginning of the season we were shit at home. Yeah. But I think there was more to do with the players not quite getting to grips with the system he was trying to implement. The last few like how many times have we lost in the last ten? 12 games well, we've, yeah, we've, we've lost three times in two months mm. so, I mean, it's negligible now they're starting to get into the groove of things and understand the way that he wants them to play uh, I still think for the defence we've got he plays a little bit too high up the pitch mm. just a little because I don't the thing is, is when it works we've well no Ledley, no. It wo- uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got no Ledley but when it works well it works perfectly I, it's great it's, it's lovely to look at to watch people running man down in midfield just to, I've watched Tottenham stand off for season after season. Yeah. Just stand off. Yeah. And you see so much space around people. Like the, the last Harry Kane's goal. When Bentley put the cross in, there was no Arsenal player within 15 yards of him. Yeah. Like no one was near. He had all the time in the world to pick him out. That's normally Tottenham. Yeah. That's roll reverse. Yeah, it's pretty much normally Tottenham. You've got all the space in the world to find the pass you want. Now we're running people down, we're harrying them, we're chasing them. Yeah. I'm, I'm slightly when even when he took off uh, what's his name Ericsson yesterday and I thought he should have mm. took off Lamella. Yeah. I still I thought I'll give you a due, bro. Yeah. You, you seem to be you seem to know what you're doing. So yeah, even though yeah. I disagree, yeah. Yeah. even though I disagree, I let you have that one. Yeah. So yeah, he's winning me over. I can't yeah. knock it. Oh, I, I think everyone feels the same way. And and you mentioned Bentaleb, and everybody kind of, he, he's divided opinion a little bit but everyone understands that there's a great play, player there but where, where are you all at with uh, Bentley we've got a question sent in from Liam CSY uh, CSWY who got selfie sticks banned from White yeah. Lane legend you've got to give him Good his, boy. Uh, his, pro- his props <laughs> Uh, he says, has, uh, has Bentaleb finally silenced, silenced his critics from when Sherwood first put him in the side will fans trust in youth more with the success of Kane and Mason, I think they will absolutely. I think everybody just believes in what Pochettino and Mitchell and Levy. But when, no, when, when giving the fucking props he deserves. When he first came on the pitch, um, and Omar he played against was it Burnley? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so in that game, the fans they're cheering every single touch he had, and you know they just love having. Players come through. I think it was Crackers who said on Twitter that reminds him of the early 80s because you had um, Hoddle, Paul Miller, Mickey Hazard, um, Chris Hewton. All these young players coming through the team at the same time and it's the start of a good era. Hopefully, if you stick with Postino, stick with Mitchell, it could be the same. could be the same luck. Is it? Could win the league. Win the, <laughs> win the, win the fucking league. Yeah. If it ain't this season, it's next season. How many points is there left to play for? <laughs> what did we say? Alexis Sanchez weren't injured. He was terrified of Tottenham. <laughs> Whatever. Raheem Sterling wasn't injured. He was terrified of Tottenham. 
they're terrified. They're all scared. Mourinho is terrified. You can see it in his eyes. He's a weak man. We, we punched ourselves in the dick last night. That's why we lost, man. Yeah. We shot ourselves in the foot last Stop night. Stop punching ourselves in the dick and then we'll oh, be fine. That shit. I think with Bentaleb, I think what people struggled with last season when Sherwood brought him in, I think certain people, and perhaps myself included at, at that point, struggled to separate Bentaleb from Sherwood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I thought he was an illegitimate love child. Uh, yeah, he but was I mean, the first, the first game he came on and played against Southampton, I think everyone walked away from that game saying, yeah, yeah, yeah all right, yeah. yeah. But now, I mean, like I said, I've, we were talking earlier, I've, I had a bet with, with someone at the start of the year that he would play 20 league games or start 20 Premier League games and was laughed at. Um, but he's been... How many's he got? He's on about thirteen or fourteen now. Fucking African got Cup 13, of Nations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's just, it's yeah, it's That's tight. Right. But anyway, he's got to give you a knock. Oh, it's fair. a moral victory. Yeah, either way, yeah. No, he's got so, to pay. He's got to pay out. Yeah, I'll, I'll be. Yeah, but anyway, but he's. Um, I think his ethos. There's a difference with, with Bentelev as when you look at Bentelev compared to Mason or with Kane coming through. Kane is just enjoying every single second, squeezing every little bit of it. Bentaleb strikes me as just one of those players that is that he just naturally slots in, and he'll be one of those that he'll get the plaudits now. But there'll be plenty of games where he's just people won't talk about him because he'll just have a standard, excellent showing for the majority of it. And he could be, and I did hear, I think I heard Seb talk about this on on, on Rule of Roost. He could be actually out of the three in terms of Mason, Bentaleb, and Kane. Bentaleb might actually be the one that perhaps goes the furthest and in career wise. I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I completely forgot my point, but I'll say something else. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to say any of that. Just um, to say, Alex, you're right. <laughs> but you were, you were right, actually. No, but, um, but no, I think with, um, when you read about Bentaleb being in um, Algeria, well, no, Equatorial Guinea, sorry, mm. and um, looking on his phone and the Sheffield United game on text, and you know, saying that, you know, he cries when we lose, and yeah. you know. No, we, 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 lo- we love those sound bites, man. I mean, we've had, I mean, we've been there before with people like Benoit Surakotta and Sandro and Holtby who, who had an affinity. This for is the real, club. though. But this, this is, is real. Th- th- this feels different. This feels different. And also with um, with Pochettino, this is what's thinking about all the last few days. Is that you know, as I said, we're, we're, we're abused housewives. That's what, <laughs> that's, what, that's what Spurs fans are. Black and blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you, you've had a, you've had AVB shut her hand in the oven door for burning dinner. That was a bad. You know, <laughs> you've, had, you've had Tim Sherwood slam her head in a car door. You know, for being late. But, then, but now you've got, but now you've got like you've got Pochettino who, who puts his arm on it, says, you know what, Flav. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't mean to you will love back. again. Yeah, you you fuck up from time to time, but I love you, and I will always exactly. be here for you. Yeah. As we close around tomorrow. Exactly. That's what the posture you know, and that's what. And that's how the that's how the players. There's a calm amongst the players. That is the best There's a calm. Yeah, is that, is There's a calm good. amongst the fans. It's just. It just feels. It just feels warm. And even in losing last night, I still felt. There's a moral victory in a second. We've been to so Anfield. much trouble when this We've been to Anfield. We've been to Anfield so many times. It got destroyed. But yeah. yesterday we fought to the end. And I think there's a part of it, and we talked. We talked about Pochettino's <laughs> style of play. I definitely look at him having a hug. I like it. Um, part of that Pochettino's style of play, and what you're saying there, is that his style of play lends itself so easily to fans because it is. I mean, you saw match today highlight. The pressing, yeah. Danny Murphy highlighted the pressing against Arsenal, and you can just see that type <laughs> of style will always resonate with yeah, fans because it's the one thing that all fans can can relate to in terms of effort and desire and want. You can't always relate to well, most people's talent-wise and that yeah. and that type of thing and, and the money they earn, but that's why it'll always relate. 
I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, we were almost a victim of that because it was an unchanged team mm. last night and we did look a bit leggy at times. But I think we'll forgive them that because even though the players had nothing left, they were still giving their all. Yeah. And, uh, and I can't... That's, you've got to love the boss for that. It's, you've got to respect your manager to want to I do that I think that's what him. we should call him from now on. The boss. The boss. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Liverpool haven't conceded, have they, in, like, no, yeah, in some extreme amount of times? Have we scored twice? Could have scored more. They have been much better with that system. Yeah. Uh, the three, four, I'm three. not talking about them, Sharp. <laughs> Apologies, sorry. Right. Okay, that's it from the first uh, first half. What are we talking about? That's <laughs> it from the Fighting <laughs> Cock podcast. Tony D, thank you, man. It's been thank an absolute man. pleasure, man. I've, I've loved it. I've loved it. Anytime they want me back, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, mate, I'm here, man. <laughs> yeah. I've had a proper fucking blinder. I can't knock it. My mum's going to hear that. I'm swearing. <laughs> sorry, mum. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been lovely. It's Have been you got anything lovely. coming up? Anything you want to promote? Uh, yeah, I've got uh, the Tone and Smith show. Look out for that. That's coming out. Um, Sometime it's been it's been three years on the back burner. Um, that detox. I'm, I'm so lazy. Ah, oh, that's so relevant. It's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. It will come out before detox. Believe me. Um, yeah, the Tony Smith show with my boy Lock Smith. Uh, I'm working on a little project at the moment with my guy K Knight. That will probably come out before the Tony Smith show. For <laughs> But yeah, duh, keep looking at the battles, keep getting me views up, because every time I get a view, they pay me more money to come and battle. Yeah. So yeah, keep getting it in and keep tuning into the podcast, because this is great stuff. Oh, thank oh, you so much. Nice man. What a nice man you are. Duh, this is grinding me. <laughs> it's literally like being in front of Aaron Lennon. It's going to hit you now, come on. Yeah. Don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, uh, no, thank you seriously for coming down. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's not... Always easy getting guests on, but it's been no, it's been an really, absolute pleasure. Right? Really easy getting you on, and it, it, it's it's been a great podcast. It's been right? good, I've had good fun. <laughs> Alex, thank cheers, thank man. You so much for coming down, Alex from Bristol. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get Alex from Bristol this time. <laughs> yeah, you've driven all the way down from Bristol just to just be here. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. Don't <laughs> <remember that. laughs> They've uh, they just called it Alex. I, yeah, it's not that far. I don't. I'm not that sad. You're protesting too much. <laughs> yeah, uh, T, mate, my right hand man. I'm, apologies for the for the mug off last week. That's all right. That was excellent, though. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. I said, I, I just caught but basically, Tony, just to explain, I, uh, T, T has been uh, here with me for three years. And I called him a guest last week. Cut me deep. And, and, I, and, I, and I looked, looked across at him and I was like, looked at his eyes. And I, like, <laughs> yeah, I, could, I could imagine it fell out. Oh, I couldn't tell if he wanted to cry or smash me to pieces. I could tell. I wanted to smash the chop up. Yeah. <laughs> but I apologise and I love you deeply. I love you too. I've been Flav, and this has been the Fine Cop Podcast.
whore Chameleon of life seeking what for He is a float with two oars To row himself towards Albion shores The beast inside is on the rise, no looking back it wants the prize between her thighs intent on that The mirror is in fact inside his head But now he needs to go to bed Yes, he needs to go to bed And he uses blood to manifest the things he said But now he needs to go to bed Yes, he needs to go to bed Network. Sports Social Podcast 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 Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating and harrowing story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Now open at COSI. Don't miss Titanic, the Artifact Exhibition. This epic exhibit features over 200 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Discover poignant passenger and crew accounts and majestic recreated interiors, including the iconic Titanic Grand Staircase. Tickets for Titanic, the Artifact Exhibition are on sale now. Book your voyage at COSI.org.